0: The clock is ticking, so they say it's time to go. Sit back enjoy the show. Yes, yeah, GOAT, whoa, whoa.
1: Apparently, really good golf swing right there. Part a Team Canada, look at that.
0: Hey, Jay, John Shidley Hill from the Canadian Press. Uh, just want to say it's great to see you at the Canadian Open. Uh, always exciting for a Canadian player to be competing in the National Open, uh, in the National Championship. How did it feel from that perspective, you know, as a member of Golf Canada's team? Yeah, it's it's cool. I'm I'm really proud to represent represent Canada and, and represent Golf Canada and the national team so for them to give me the opportunity to play here, it's it's awesome. It's everything that I've ever dreamed of. So I'm here right. to soak it all in. Did you get to meet uh, some of your fellow Canadian golfers who you, who you may not have met before? Like Laurie Kane, I know was uh, taking in I, some of the action. I haven't. No, I've I've kind of had weird schedules. I wasn't in the pro am, so I was I was here at 5:30 in the morning playing practice rounds and in the rain when no one else was out here. So I, I haven't really seen much, but. Um, I hope I do. Has, has there been, I know it's early yet, but has, have there been any moments so far this week where you're like, wow, I am at the Canadian Open. Like this is happening. No, for sure. I think, I think today just warming up on the putting green, I was like, wow, okay, this, it's kind of hit me. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm playing here now. So, um, it was really cool, especially when I, we got to 16 and all the fans were there and they're banging on the boards and whatnot, but.
1: We are back, GOAT fans, for another episode of the greatest of all time podcast show, GOAT Radio. I'm the big man, and joining me, I'm pumped about this. It's about time we talk about golf. And we have, joining me, an absolute phenom golfer, ladies and gentlemen, Coquitlam's own AJ Ewart. How's it
0: going, man? Thanks for having me on.
1: Thank you, buddy. I know you're in the thick of it right now. You're in an intense time. So thanks for joining me. No worries. All right, man. First things first, the gold fans know the drill. We got to say what we're wearing, okay? I got, obviously, I'm wearing, I'm, I'm sure you're following. I know you're down in Florida, but I'm sure you're following one of the best teams in the NHL right now, okay? Vancouver Canucks. Record eight, two, and one. Obviously, I'm going to wear this jersey, AJ. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna
0: have to stop you there. I wouldn't say they're one of the best. I'm going to say they are. They are the best team in the NHL oh. right now. So, uh, let's 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 go from there.
1: Absolutely, brother. I love there it. There we go. Okay. okay, man. Let's get into it. How did you get into golf? Because you know you're, you're from Coquitlam. Obviously, golf is globally it's so popular, but not many kids growing up go to the golf range, right? So, how yeah. how did you get into it as as a youngster?
0: Yeah, I was kind of I was just I was born into it. Really, my dad was a professional, um, so golf was his life, and um, it's all I've kind of known since since I was born. Um, obviously, golf was the main thing, but I played a lot of the, a lot of other sports growing up, and um, I was com- pretty com- pretty competitive in soccer and. You know, I got to, an, I think I, I was playing pretty high level soccer until I was like 13, I would say. And then I had to make a decision between golf and soccer. And um, I think I liked soccer a little bit more at the time, but uh, I, I chose to go with golf. I think I knew I was a little better at golf and there was probably a little bit more of an opportunity for me. Um, and I'm thankful that I did. And, and yeah, we're just going to keep going.
1: Who was, uh, is, was there a golfer that you kind of idolized? Obviously your dad was, was a huge influence for you, but was there a golfer you're watching on the PGA that was like, ah, I want to be like that guy?
0: I mean, it's hard not to say Tiger, right? I think that's oh, everybody's yeah. answer. But um, you know, I I wasn't I wasn't a particular fan of one person, sort of to say. It was, you know, it was a kind of a bunch of guys. Um, obviously I had a few favorites. I I I can't remember them. There, I always had like three or four guys, but it would always change. And I, I was just a big fan of golf. You know, I wasn't pulling for one guy in particular, but you know, I always wanted to kind of be out there and be playing against him. So it was hard to kind of pick a guy to to want to to want to follow because it was like I kind of wanted to be out there and be playing against those guys too, right? So yeah, it was kind of a it was kind of a weird weird thing growing up,
1: for sure, man. So I just want to step back uh, your NCAA days. Uh, You went to Barry University. You just finished up four years there. Uh, It's in Miami, and you were absolutely dominant and it's pretty cool because at one point you didn't even know that you were going to go to school. So how did it all play out for you?
0: Yeah, it was my whole school situation was kind of weird. I, you know, I grew up as a junior golfer in Canada and I was, I was pretty highly ranked and you know, I got a lot of attention from a lot of top division one schools, but you know, my dream school was Arizona state and that was, that was the only school I really ever wanted to go to. Um, you know, and when, when the coaches were finally able to to talk to us, the the head coach there wrote me a nice letter, a handwritten letter, and um, you know, he got my attention right away, and I I went down on a visit, and I committed right away, pretty early in my days, and um, that was that was set in stone, and that was the only place I I really wanted to go to. I didn't pay attention to other schools. You know, I I would be nice to the other coaches and and just let them know what was going on, but that I was going here and you know, things just didn't work out. You know, the coach that I committed to, he left and, and the new coach came in and, and things just, things just didn't seem to work. So, you know, I sat out a year and then another, another school came by and I was going to go in the spring. And, and again, like it just, it just didn't work out. Things just didn't match up. And so it was, it, I was in, that was right after I graduated. So I took, I took another year off and then, you know, I was thinking about just not going to school. Cause I figured, you know, I think this is a sign, like maybe I just shouldn't go to school. Maybe I should just turn pro and and kind of get into it. But uh, luckily, like our national team coach, Derek Inger, my own everything, because he told me about the Barry program and how it worked for a few other guys and another guy from from Vancouver, Surrey specifically. It worked out for him really well. So he told me maybe I should give it a thought and, and maybe give it a shot. And you know, I did. And I talked to the coach on the phone. I didn't even take a visit. And you know, we I liked what he had to say, and we met eye to eye. and and things just worked out. And I, I came down here without a visit. And, um, yeah, I loved every minute, minute of it. And I, I owe the school everything. And, you know, I'm super thankful for, for where I am today.
1: For sure. And I guess it's meant to be, it was meant to be buddy. And there's a, there's a, you were there in in an article for PGA com. It's an awesome article on you and you have an awesome quote in it. You say this, learning how to compete is one thing and learning how to win is another so you made it a habit winning. You you won fourteen times during school. That's the most in your school's history. You took that reign from Adam Adam Svensson. You yeah. you also got the Jack Nicholas Award for the best player. You're on the Canadian national team. So many achievements. So many notable things you did um, over those four years. What kind of stands out for you? What's most memorable or or meaningful?
0: You know, it was my my time at school was. It was weird because our coach, you know, I love my coach to death, and he was like a father figure to me, but he always instilled in us was like, the ma- our main goal was to win a national championship, right? And it was like, that was the only thing we ever thought about. And it was, you know, if you chase that, all the other accolades are just going to follow. So it's, it's hard to stick out or point out one thing that really stands out because that was kind of the only thing that was ever on our minds. Um, the wins kind of just, just came, um, but we never ended up winning one. So you know, it still stings to this day, but if I had to pick something out, I mean, yeah, winning the Jack Nicholas award and and getting to meet Mr. Nicholas was, was pretty cool. Um, I won the golf stack cup award, which was like the lowest scoring average amongst all divisions, division one, two and three. So, I mean, that, that was pretty cool to know that my game stacks up against, against, you know, top D1 guys too. So yeah, I would say, you know, probably the Jack Nicholas cup and, and getting to go there and, and do meet meet him and, and do all the other little things was was probably at the top, but we're just missing that missing that ring that ring. So yeah. what's done is done. So but I had I had a good career here at Barry, so it was awesome.
1: hundred percent And Jack Nicholas, it's fitting for this podcast, GOAT Radio. He's one of the complete GOATs of golf. Yeah. So that's pretty amazing. Totally. So totally. after after you graduated, you didn't have to you couldn't think too much. It was a quick turnaround. You got right into it, man. Right into mm-hmm. pro. And right now you're currently in the PGA process to, to, to get that membership for, for people who don't know, like, like myself, how, what's the process in getting that PGA membership? Cause you're, you're currently in it in the process right now.
0: Yeah. So bear with me for a second, cause it's, it's a long, it's kind of confusing process, but yeah, to sum it up quickly, you know, there's different ways of getting the PGA tour, whether that's through you know, PGA Tour U, which is for the top Division 1 seniors, or... But for most guys, it's going through a process called qualifying school. So, essentially qualifying school is four stages, so it starts when pre-qualifying, and then there's a first stage, a second stage, and a third stage. So you have to get through each stage, and once you get to find the final stage, the top five and ties at final stage will receive a PGA Tour card. The rest of the guys at the final stage will have Corn Fairy status, so they'll be able to play on the Corn Fairy Tour. So... I was exempt through pre-qualifying because I had status on PJ Tour Canada, which got me into the first stage of qualifying. So that was about a month ago now, three week, two, two and a half, three weeks ago. And the top, I think it was the top 18 guys in ties got through the first stage. And now there's I think there was 12 or 13 first stage sites. So at each site, the top, I believe it was around the top 20 guys got through. So then they go to second stage. Now second stage some start next week and some start at the end of the month so then there's only four second stage sites and at each each one of those sites it's kind of the same deal i i I don't know the exact number but if i had to guess it was probably about top 15 top 20 guys again they get through and then they go to final stage now final stage is in december at at tpc sawgrass it's televised it's a pretty big deal and you know the top five guys there they get their pga tour card and and the rest of the guys they have corn tour cards so being on the corn ferry, you know the top thirty guys. From there, they get their PGA tour cards, and then then they're on the big show, right? So that's that's kind of the process. It's it's a little confusing. Um, I'm just kind of being told where to go, and then just play golf, and hopefully it takes care of itself, right? So, absolutely. That's, that's kind
1: of it. It, that seems intense, like yeah. Especially you, you got to perform. You can't really take yeah. a, a round off. Um, how do you handle those nerves? The pressure must be a little overwhelming. You so see, you're a young guy still, Matt. What are you, 24? Yeah, just 24. Wow. How do you handle that pressure?
0: Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm lucky. I've, I've, I've been coached by, by some really, really well, well known people and some very highly qualified individuals. So, um, I accredit them, you know, some, some really strong mental coaches. Um, but a lot of it's just experience too, right? And just kind of just, it's a lot of pressure but you kind of just got to look at it like another tournament it's so easy to say but it's it's golf at the end of the day right you can you can add so many narratives onto it but it it is golf and you know you just try to do your best to to block out everything that's happening and and just and play against the golf course and that's that's kind of what I try to do and obviously it's it's harder to do sometimes than others and and that's when you, you lean back onto some mental training and some tips and tricks and whatever that may be but At the end of the day, I think it just boils down to to experience and and being comfortable in those situations.
1: For sure. And, you know, we we had a recent pod a couple of weeks ago. We were talking about the most difficult sport. And a lot of the hosts were were saying how golf is not only the most, you know, skillful sport, but mentally tough. And I remember back in the day when in Tiger's prime, they always said he's one of the most uh, mentally tough athletes. Did I lose you? AJ, are you still there?
0: I can hear you. Hold on. Okay. My bad, my
1: bad. I don't know what happened. That's all good. Okay. So uh, where I was at, was, you know, Tiger Woods. They always said he was one of the most mentally tough athletes. The ability to kind of, you know, maybe get a bogey and then the next hole, get a birdie. That mental switch is what separates kind of the the good from the great. How how do you stay focused in, in adversity during a round? Because I snap. Fifth hole, sixth hole, I'm done. I'm about to throw my club, Happy Gilmore style. How do you stay focused during a round, man? Because it, it's 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 got to be one of the toughest things mentally.
0: Yeah, it, it's pretty challenging, but you know it's a, it's a game at the end of the day, and it's and it's a challenge, right? And I, I always try to look at it as a challenge. If you get off to a slow start, you know maybe you're two, three over through four four holes you know, it's a challenge and you're just always trying to try to fight back. And I I think it's, it's always going to be a fight. It's not always going to be easy, even if you're playing well. Right. So, you know, you just, you just got to try to keep pushing yourself and and just, you know, staying patient is so cliche, but it's, it's, it's so relevant to what, what we do in the game of golf. So I, you know, it's just, you just got to keep your foot on the pedal and, and just, just try to keep pushing as hard as it may be. But that's, I think that's what separates guys you know guys who give up and guys who just keep fighting so that yeah i would just say staying patient and just waiting for your opportunity to to strike is is the main thing
1: awesome bro i'm about six five right i I don't play golf too much but do you have any tips for for a taller guy (laughs) uh
0: you're tall, dude i don't i mean maybe get some longer clubs or yeah you know but the main thing is just putting in more hours right no matter like and with anything you do, the more hours you spend on it, the better you're going to get. So that that's all it is. There's no secret to it. It's just it's just time and effort. That's all it is.
1: For sure, brother. So we talked about kind of the pressure. Is there anything you like to do? You're in Miami, man, That the nice, beautiful weather. You, anything you like to do to get away from the game? Kind of shut it all off, relax. Like you head to the beach. What do you do on your off time?
0: Yeah, you know, what. I- I, uh, luckily I'm down here in Miami, so I still got a bunch of friends at school and you know, I hang out with them. Um, like I love Sundays. I'll sit on my couch all day and I'll just watch football all day. I'm not the biggest beach guy, but Hey, you know what? I'll I'll go once in a while, go on a boat or, or whatnot. So yeah, I find different ways to kick back and relax, but mainly it's just hanging out with buddies and, you know, doing whatever, like yesterday we played pool for probably four or five hours. So that's just, it's just awesome. Nothing crazy. Yeah. Pretty basic stuff.
1: All right, brother. Any shout outs you want to make for, for your anyone back home here in Van City?
0: Shout out to my boy Justin Lee, man, making all this happen. We love that Absolutely. guy. So so shout out, Justin.
1: Absolutely for the hookup. All right, brother. Fun part of the pod. Goat rapid fire. Okay. Are you ready for goat. this? You're gonna give That's me good. your answer. You can expand if you want to, or you can say next question. All right. Gotcha. Let's goat. What's your nickname?
0: Uh I think I don't really have one, AJ. Um, it's uh, it's Fair hard enough. to kind of put a nickname on AJ.
1: Yeah, Crosby or Ovechkin.
0: I gotta go, Crosby, man.
1: Okay, the Greek freak, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Forgot, I don't know how to say that name. Or Steph Curry. <laughs>
0: I mean, it's you. You gotta say Steph. I love Giannis, but yeah, I I think you gotta go Steph here.
1: Okay, Mbappe or Holland. Soccer studs?
0: Uh, I'm not the biggest soccer guy, but I think Mbappe kind of... I know that name a little more, so I'm going to go him.
1: Okay. Gronkowski or Kelsey? Got to go Gronk, man. 100%.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. We're big WWE fans here at Goat Radio, okay? Okay. Okay. Ro- the tribal chief, Roman Reigns, or John Cena? John Cena. Oh. Okay. Djokovic, Nadal, or Federer? I guess now you got to go Djokovic, don't you? How do you not? All right. Uh, I I can't deny it. (laughs) Okay. Israel Adesanya or Islam Makachev? Ooh. I'm going to go Islam here. Mm -hmm. Okay. Some golf. Phil Mickelson or Brooks Kepka?
0: I'm going to say Brooks because I think he's got a couple more in him. So he's, he's going to, he's going to get up there.
1: Good point. Who is your golf goat? Tiger, man. Tiger. Your pre-round meal?
0: Um, Usually it's breakfast. So scrambled eggs, bacon, toast. Nothing nice. crazy.
1: Okay. Golf and uh, hockey players, they, they're, they're really, they love their superstitions. Any, any, you got any superstitions on, on the course?
0: Yeah, a little bit. It's kind of. I you always use the same marker. It's a loony with, it's got some weird stuff on it. I only like four Ts in my pocket. I only play with the number one or two ball. Um, uh, The coin has to be a certain side up. That's, that's kind of it.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. All right. The goat golf movie.
0: Happy Gilmore.
1: The furthest you hit a golf ball.
0: I don't know. I think I've gotten lucky if maybe a few times in the right conditions. It's probably gotten over, I would say, over 400.
1: Okay. That's awesome. That's unreal. Besides yes. golf, what's the best thing about university?
0: Uh, Probably just the social life.
1: Okay. Favorite drink while you're playing? For fun, obviously.
0: For fun. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's go yellow Gatorade.
1: Oh, cool. Okay. Putting or chipping? I got
0: to say putting, man.
1: got to respect it. Music while golfing? Yes or no? Casually? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Are you a fan of John Daly? I am. Who is not? The legend. Yep. I know. Oh, of course. All right. Last question here. Uh, we've all seen the match, the match tourney, right? With all the, the absolute goats that are playing, like, you know, Tom Brady, Steph Curry. If you were in that tournament, who would you your dream teammate be?
0: Oh, man. That's tough. I mean, I'm going to go Tom Brady on this one. That'd be pretty cool.
1: That would be unreal, buddy. Buddy, thanks for doing this with me, man. I like to have a drink for your greatness, man. Toast to the goat here. For this one, I got some Tequila, Casa Doris, uh, 8, 8 a.m. tequila to Let's you go know, to get Cheers, me going man. here. There you go. Okay, buddy. Uh, I want to wish you all the best in the next couple weeks, months. You have a, a lot on the line. And you're, you're just a great example for all the kids out there that, you know, when you keep focused, working hard, uh, greatness can come. And you also have another wicked quote from that article. You say this, it's yours for the taking. You have to go and get it. Yeah, This one's for you, brother. Cheers, man. Thank you. Awesome, man. Thanks so much. I wish you all the best again. And, you know, if you're ever in Vancouver, we'd love uh, if you step foot in the goat rush here and, and talked about uh, possibly a PGA tournament or something like that.
0: Hey, let's do it, man. I'll be back in a bit. So we'll keep in touch and we'll, we'll get it done.
1: Awesome, brother. Okay, man. This is the greatest of all time podcast show, GOAT Radio. We will see you next time for more GOAT history. We'll see you later. OH greatest show of all time The garage my hall, uh, like Kobe in his prime Kicking it like Messi, Undertaker on the rise Austin 316 I just done him and unwind Off the top row oh yeah Randy watching fly Rick Flair with a killer oh, oh, feeling
0: fine Celebrating greatness and we do it with the pig, man. Gucci here with Nucci drying up the game plan, yeah. Chop it up with Steve while we on vacation. If my mafioso was a college sports, always wins the heist, man.